This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Babs Gray, and who else was fooled by Instagram into thinking they could become a plant girl? (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and uh, no, no, Mr. Gifts was my father's name. Please, call me Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and candy for lunch is hot girl shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is lady to lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Welcome to the show, everyone. Oh, Have you seen yeah. the girl the girl dinner stuff, Tess? I feel like you're a definitely a girl dinner person. I'm such a girl dinner person. When it first <laughs> when the girl dinner memes first hit the scene, I sent them to Sean. I sent them to <laughs> fellow girl dinner enthusiast Lauren Vino, friend of the show. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just yeah. making sure you yeah. you've been found. Thank you. It's on the beat. I'm on the beat. <laughs> Hell yeah. I also can I just for the record say I I think about the Roman Empire quite a bit. Oh God, um, I know. So do I. I know. Yeah, I hated that one because I was like, well, I, we're in the fall. Who isn't think like if you. You right. should be thinking about I it. I guess There's I'm not a thinking lot of about parallels. it. Yeah. I, I guess I don't think, I think about how, yeah, America's dying all the time, but yeah. I haven't thought about it necessarily equating to that as much. So I guess I'm thinking about it, but in an abstract way. Yeah. 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 I'm not like, you know, looking at a picture of Caesar in my wall, but I'm just like, you know, it's, it's important. It's like, yeah, that's not a boy thing. <laughs> no, I find, about I actually it. take umbrage with that, like, in general. Like, yeah. whenever people are like, Same. it's a girl thing. It's a white person thing. It's like, no, there are people of color that do that. There are girls that yeah. do that. Like, I, I actually yes. think it can be really <laughs> offensive. I was yeah. saying that recently yeah, yeah. about somebody being like, uh, oh, because I work at a Jewish institution, right? And somebody was like, oh, people are always late or something. Jewish people are always mm-hmm. late. And I'm like, everyone's always late. Everyone always everyone's says late. that about their own group of people. It's like, yes. no, we're all late all the time. That's everyone's so late. True. <laughs> everyone's late and can we all get over it? Thank you. Hey, I know. Cats are like attacking each other. Stop. Cats hey, are right on time. <laughs> Jesus. I love late people. I'll tell, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, and also, so here... To just to like analyze the lateness, um, I think that like a lot of people are also late because, uh, you know, if if they were to get pulled over, uh, it's a problem. It's scary. Uh, right. You're not you're not uh, speeding yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So like old boomer white dudes are probably on time pretty often because they're not like afraid. of Well, because also <laughs> because those yeah. are the guys breaking every fucking traffic law when you see, yes. you know, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I know. I hate people that drive like that. 
Oh, it yeah. drives me I'm insane. So like it, it also just blows my mind how many people drive like in an endangered fashion who, you know, are the same guys being like, yes. well, hey, hey, man, he broke the law. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you I are know. literally breaking law every second and endangering yeah. your entire neighborhood. But okay, yeah. please talk about you that. You have no idea how many laws you're breaking. <laughs> and not like I'm like, oh, you broke the law. But just, you know, it's like we people are casually doing it all the time, especially when they drive. Yeah. And it's also like, if you're going to, I don't know, like you're endangering other people's lives, of course. But like your mm-hmm. own life, if you're going to endanger your own life, do it for something fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, not to get to a meeting on time right you're on Ugh. the 405 like yeah <laughs> God. oh boy are we old i don't know it's fine um. no we're young at heart we're killing it um uh i have a couple dates all over the place that you guys should come see me at um should people bring a single red rose so you know it's them oh. i would love it honestly <laughs> that could be a thing um <laughs> so creepy. Not even, so actually creepy. no not even a rose if you could bring like a marigold or a flower that doesn't smell like a funeral i oh. would prefer that oh. anything that is not a funeral flower i hate lilies and roses actually <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but uh tomorrow thursday the 26th i'm gonna be in jacksonville florida i'm doing a house party show and a don't tell show um and then this weekend i'll be in gainesville uh, at fest i've got shows on saturday and sunday um, I'm going to be in New Orleans hanging out on Halloween, but I'm not doing shows. But if you see me, give me a flower. Um, and then I'm going to be in Austin <laughs> on November 2nd, um, headlining, co-headlining with Kate Willett at the Altercation Comedy Festival. And then um, just to put it out there, I'm going to be in St. Louis, Missouri on November 10th. Um, picture this. I'm bringing that show there. We're doing the Flyover Comedy Festival. Um, and individual tickets are available for that. So, And then I'm pretty much done for the year well no i've got some stuff in december but anyway come to all of those things if you're in those towns meet me meet me meet me meet me just road running all over this great country man (laughs) out for brandy i'm you guys i'm so excited for our episode yeah yeah we had a really fun convo with our guest She's an author who has done some YA fantasy novels, but she's putting out her first adult book called Guy's Girl, which is available now anywhere you get books. Please enjoy our hang with Emma Noyce. Time to podcast, everyone. Woo! Got my podcasting um, pants on. <laughs> which is no pants. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. <laughs> um, let's just jump into hanging out with our guests. We're so excited to have here here author Emma Noyes. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. thank you. This will be coming out literally. So your book comes out on the October 24th, right? Right, yeah. So this will be coming out. We're we're podcasting from the future now, the day after it comes out. How yeah. are you feeling? Great. Yeah. How did you celebrate last night? Like, wow. <laughs> I actually, I don't have any plans to celebrate on the, the day it comes out. Like, because I think the day like book launches are very um, anticlimactic. Like, it can <laughs> right. Be- for, you wait for the day it comes out, and then even if everyone in the world were to buy a copy on the day it came out, like, they wouldn't have read it until at least two or three days after. Oh, yeah. So I think it's <laughs> going to feel kind of like a slow burn, you know? Got it. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah, you're kind of like, and how are you <laughs> feeling? Like so maybe I'm, like, refreshing Goodreads. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us, tell us about the book. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so it's called Guy's Girl. 
Um, it's a romance novel, but heavily focused on mental health. Um, so the main, there's two main characters, uh, a guy and a girl, and the girl has anorexia that turns into bulimia. And I wrote this book when I was in recovery from basically that exact same situation, um, in like 2020, 2021, um, and the book started just because I was kind of like journaling to get my own thoughts out and to get through the whole recovery process. And then the characters started to be formed. And I basically like finished this book in a month and a half. It was the fastest I've ever. Oh, wow. Anything oh, wow. in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of like poured out of the soul onto the page. Mm. That's always a good sign when you kind of feel like something's being channeled to you sort of. Yes, totally. Do you feel like it was because you obviously decided to make it a fiction book, but obviously mm-hmm. based on your own you know, experiences. Mm-hmm. Did you make the active decision to be like, I'm going to write about this in characters who are not exactly me? Or is that just how it came out? Yeah, I mean, I'm fiction is my primary genre. So that's really like that's what I know how to write. And I think there's also something less scary about writing a novel versus totally. just like being like, hi, this is me. This is what I went through. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. And then you can like, that's like a, a an ethical way to like uh, mine emotional truth versus like factual yes. truth too. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. Like then it's like, okay, this is like the emotions of this without the actual like order of events and how this happens. Exactly. And I can protect the people in my life who are actually part of the things that went down and Turn them into characters instead. <laughs> yeah. Right, is there anybody you're worried about being like, hmm, this seems a lot like me? <laughs> really hoping that he never reads the book. <laughs> 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 or listens to this yeah, podcast I feel... for that matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Guys don't listen to this. Just kidding. They do. Hi, yeah, um, I love our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I feel like, you know, working in entertainment, like the turnaround from like idea to fruition is insane. Crazy. And yeah, it's got to be. I I can't imagine what that I mean, obviously, you said you wrote it like in a fairly fast amount of time. But like you said, it is kind of um, anticlimactic when it comes to the actual release of the thing because you're like, Mm -hmm. I've been working so hard and so long. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just tired. And I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's so weird and I I think my only experience is with books but I'm sure it's similar for like all projects like on TV or film or whatever but like there's so much excitement when you first sell the thing that you've worked so hard on and then it's just like no one really knows what that means who's not like inside the process and then they're like mm-hmm. when does it come out and I'm like 2 years from now can't yeah. you like, aren't you so excited <laughs> Yeah exactly yeah Light a candle. Uh, <laughs> and then by the time it comes out, you're so far removed from having worked on it. It's yes. you're like, it feels like seeing a friend you haven't seen in a while. You're like, oh yeah, exactly. Because you probably worked on a bunch of, for me, like a bunch of other books in, in that time or a bunch of other mm-hmm. projects or whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Is this like your most um, like mining personal material uh, book then? I mean, obviously all fiction, but like, is this the closest to that you've like put yourself into it? So, so I have, this was actually the second, no, the third book that I ever wrote. The first book, the first book I ever wrote comes out next year um, called How to Hide in Plain Sight. And that is also Mm. like very much mine from my own life. Mm. Um, More in terms of like, I'm the youngest of eight kids. So I have a very large and chaotic family. 
So I did a lot of like digging into like what it's like to be the youngest of such a big family. And I've had like horrible OCD my whole life. That book is much more focused on like OCD and the process of recovering from that. It's also a love story. You can't tell I'm like a sucker for romance and love stories. So I always try to imbue that into my writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would say this book and the book that comes out next year are probably, are definitely the most personal things I've ever written. For sure. I love the idea of like tackling these very sort of like relatable and universal issues, like vis-a-vis something like a love story, because I feel like like, that just makes it like fun to, yes, you know, (laughs) and it gives you, it gives you like hope. And the weird, the weird thing about guys girl is I wrote basically, I, this isn't going to ruin too much, but it's a love story. It has a happily ever after. And I sort of wrote the ending that like I wanted to see in my own life. And then shortly after I finished the book, I met, my now fiance and he was so much like the character that I'd written and like so supportive in all the ways that I had sort of imagined the perfect like partner for someone who's gone through that it was like I wrote him into existence it was like (laughs) I think think there kind of is something to also well it probably also changed what you were looking for in people too to really lay it out and be like these are the qualities that like that this kind of person needs and deserves and should have yeah, I used my, in the past my type was like emotionally unavailable skinny guy, and then <laughs> <laughs> don't we all have a phase? What? I, no offense to skinny guys, but I don't know what happens with like body meat and emotional availability. But <laughs> I'm having major flashbacks right now. <laughs> I remember my emotionally unavailable skinny guy. <laughs> Getting his car keyed by another girl when we were together. That's always a good sign. Yeah, it was great. It was a really good sign. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that should be a that should be like one of the first questions you ask somebody, like, can you send me a picture of your car? Yeah. (laughs) Just exterior and interior, actually. I just just like to see what that's a good dating app, just the car. Just the car. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You know how like they have those like places where when you're pissed off, you can like go break a car. I want a place where you can. They just play that Carrie Underwood song on repeat, <laughs> and you can just key key the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I dug my key. <laughs> <laughs> Every I time I hear really that good. song, I'm like, I want to key a car. Yeah, <laughs> it's very. Feral. It may, it yeah. <laughs> I was I was just in uh, Billings, Montana, doing a festival, and there was karaoke after one of the shows. And uh, T D Lee, who's like a friend of ours, queer Asian person, very awesome. Uh, they did that song uh, into a room full of like cowboy hats, and she was like doing rolls and like r- like pretending to key the walls. And oh, I was like, God. Oh man, this is something y'all never seen. <laughs> It was incredible. It was awesome to witness. <gasps> okay, wait. Can I tell you guys, I totally fangirled when I got sent the invitation to come on this podcast and I was looking Aww. through all your past guests and I recognized so many names because in actually in 2018, right after I graduated college, I started listening to Seek Treatment, the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I recognized so many of your guests that I'd heard on that podcast and that had been such a like... Pat Regan, who's like one of the hosts, he was bulimic mm-hmm. and he talks about that very openly. And that was like such a spot of brightness and like a dark period for me. 
And yeah. so it was so cool to see those names and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be going on the same podcast that these people went on. <laughs> we run, we, yes, we keep good company. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we, we try to like live in the Venn diagram of like funny people who have been to treatment or, sh- or yes. they should have it at the very <laughs> yes. least. That's yes. where we're trying to live. <laughs> That's the best kind of people. <laughs> yeah. I.e. Comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Emma, are you recently engaged? I am. I got uh, we got engaged March, early March of this year. Yeah, congrats! So, are you balls Thanks. deep in wedding planning? I am. It's. I had like a full scale breakdown last night, like crying <laughs> to my fiance, like I can't do this. It's too stressful. And I went into this being like, I don't care. I'm just gonna like whatever. I don't care. But the wedding industry literally makes you stress about like you have to stress about your wedding it's not an option to no the wedding industry and the patriarchy like (laughs) the pressure (laughs) literally like it's like yeah p.s do all this don't sleep and look the hottest you've ever looked (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and it must be your most special day even though you know you're gonna have book launches and like all sorts of stuff which are also special days (laughs) yeah and i'm like i don't want this to be the most special day of my life i want this to be a really fun amazing day Mm -hmm. but i don't want it to be like the pinnacle of my life yeah Yeah, you're too young for sure it's It's frustrating yeah Yeah, it's so frustrating that i mean and i get it i understand you know vendors have to make money it's not whatever but it's like as soon as you put the word wedding on something it's like all right (laughs) yeah or honestly i feel like more more than that it's just like most people have never thrown a party for 200 people before (laughs) like like, even like when you I, i i think that's mostly it is like yeah, yeah that's you, that's like big. Two hundred yeah. forks costs a lot of money. <laughs> a toilet for two hundred people costs money. Like everything just costs a. You can't get two hundred people fed and drunk cheap. Yeah. No, that's yeah, you, very true. <laughs> yeah, you can't have people being like the food was great, but one ply awful. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they'll remember. <laughs> I got her a Vitamix. Broke <laughs> my toilet in the bathroom. <laughs> this is bullshit. Is I swear to God. Yeah. What is one play the square? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, but it's but it's like one square? like one sheet deep, basically. It's Versus. it's the it's the same roll, but it's just like literally barely there. It's okay. like a thin. it's like the same material that they use for the toilet cover, but for a toilet okay. paper. Okay. Yeah, like the thinnest <laughs> sheet possible. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I I don't know if this has changed, but I feel like my parents who have I love them to death but they've spent money on very stupid things mm-hmm. would not ever get good toilet paper and I'm like for the love oh, of god if you're going to such a parent move <laughs> yeah please yep. just invest a tiny bit more dude well I mean I know this was like a whole ass like 80s and 90s thing but like we didn't have water in my childhood and like wait what we didn't have water he, what do you to, mean like, drink? You to drink no we had no water we had it no was water. Kool-Aid, it was Kool-Aid just Kool-Aid. And, it was yeah. just oh, I see. Like, <laughs> no, it was not a thing. No, I remember like like waking up thirsty and be like, "What? Like I haven't had water in three years." Like water, <laughs> and like now, yeah, like as an adult, I'm like, why it would have cost less to buy a fucking jug of water? Like, why do we have all this tang? <laughs> Astronauts drink it. <laughs> <laughs> mystery for the it. ages for the ages and I st- 
yeah. I, my mom used to have the, the when we were talking, I think, like last episode about those like flavored water. Like my mom yes. used oh, to have yeah. the, a couple of just crunched up water mm-hmm. flavor envelopes in the bottom of her purse, like a couple of pennies stuck into yep. them. I grew up on Crystal Light, I think. Mm-hmm. And oh, so yeah. I'll, I'll still see that bin sometimes at Target and be like, oh, my childhood. Yeah. Pink lemonade. Pink lemonade. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Have you seen the subculture on TikTok of um, like Stanley Cup girls? No, no. you're you're, Stan, you're rocking Stanley Cup. I've oh, seen that. I've seen Stanley it. Cup girls. Like, I mean, I, I was it. also telling them about Water Talk, which I don't know if you've seen that, Emma. Okay, but that's it's like, what I'm talking about. Okay, flavored, oh, same thing. The flavored shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that Stanley Cup girls and Water Talk were the same. So Stanley Cup think, is if you have like a really big water water. It's bottle. like that. It's that. You know, huge literally what I Stanley. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I have to say, Emma, funny. it's I had never thought I'd say this about a water bottle, but like it's stylish. <laughs> yeah. And it it kind of looks cute the way like oversized t-shirts look cute. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm going to my job, and my job is to hydrate. <laughs> my fiance calls it my machine gun. He's like, I feel so safe with you carrying that. <laughs> It's just us admitting that we all love big gulps, but we want them to be yes. a little bit fancier. You know, yes. it's a fancy. Exactly. Exactly. A big, a big, a big gulp for the grown people. Is what the Stanley <laughs> yeah. Cup is. No. Yeah. There's. I was telling. Yeah. The uh, Stanley Cup girls portion of. It's always fun to stumble upon on TikTok because you're like. What? Why are you adding so much gross? They're always like super water. blonde, super southern, and they're like, here's my Stanley cup. And then they fill it with water, and then they're like, and here's 20 pounds of sugar. And it just like goes out. Like, that oh doesn't even gosh. sound good. No. No, it's, it's, and it's just not water at that point. You're like, what no. if you're making a fruit punch? Fine. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. Which is but great. You should also maybe drink some water just for your kidneys. Like, the, <laughs> the point of the water is to flush yeah. things out. It know? is, mm-hmm. but also like, just to play devil's advocate, as much as we're pushing water, old school, like regular water nowadays, like an entire generation of people lived without water. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> But to 40 and also like not to bring back the one ply, but like <laughs> that's a bad, that's a bad bathroom for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's also why we look good. At, like, we look like 18-year-olds in the 60s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you go look at your parents' yearbooks, and you're like, oh, none of you drank water. <laughs> no, they did not. It was bad. <laughs> that's why people got hot in, like, the 70s. I think that's when people were, like, began. Like, cert- like, it was quiet at first. I think it was, like, in certain circles, people were like, hey, we should drink water. <laughs> water. Water. Yeah. Like, don't tell everybody, but... You know, <laughs> and then like, it, was it was probably it was like the water in the water, and I was gonna say yeah, and the drugs. Yeah, yes, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. because I think it actually makes sense. Okay, if you think about this, because drugs make you thirsty. That's true. <laughs> so. mm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know it is. It's a real chicken and the egg situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, we're going to go take a quick sip of uh, something, and we'll be right back after this break. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Emma. (laughs) That was so funny to say. (laughs) It was good. Good energy, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Hydrated and Emma energy. Um, okay, we're going to play a game to get to know you better. It's called Who, What, When, Where, Why, and we've got, you know, a theme song to go with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Is that your voices? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, well, that nice. was us. We did not hire we didn't out. Hire. We did not. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds like Kesha, but. <laughs> Man, we do need to get some. Um, I would love that. What is it called? The effect that Kesha, that Cher started. Uh, auto-tune? auto-tune? Auto-tune. Yeah. Jesus, thank you. My brain. I know <laughs> I was like mouth filters. Uh... <laughs> Reverb. <laughs> 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 yeah, these are just like fun, silly questions. It's, you know, it's no, no wrong right answer. or wrong answers. You're good. Um, all right. Who are your favorite literary characters? Oh, Marianne Ooh. and Connell from Normal People. Oh. 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 Sexy. Oh. I die. So good. <laughs> <laughs> they made that one into a show, right? Yeah. Really How did you feel show. about the transfer? Okay, good. Really? Really good. They gave Connell's character, he wears a chain, like a very short chain. He's Irish. And there was a whole Instagram just dedicated, called Connell's Chain, that was just dedicated to photos. <laughs> it's shirtless <laughs> with his chain. <laughs> I, I love that. that I love the I love the specificity of stands when they, <laughs> you know they're so funny. Like it's like yeah, of course there should be an Instagram account about this. <laughs> yeah, and it's like this is what you latched onto. It's, <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Emma, what's your favorite after school snack? My favorite after school what? Sorry, snack. Sorry, snack. What's You're your favorite right. after school snack? Okay, when I was a kid, it was either Hot Pockets or Home Run and Pizza. And I would eat, like, a whole thing of, like, Home Run and Pizza. Like, Wait, what is that? Do you know? Maybe it's only a Chicago thing. It's yeah. really, I mean, I know Hot Pockets, but I don't know. It's really good microwave pizza. Like, the crust is Ooh. so, like, crunchy and delicious. And it's mm. similar to Hot Pockets where when you take it out, like, you can't wait long enough. And then you bite the top of it and then it burns <laughs> your mouth. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Always too hot. Always molten. And I would come home from, like, school, put that in the microwave, take it out, put it next to my computer, bring up Neopets, and then just sit down. And, like, that was bliss for me. That was heaven. <laughs> that sounds like a great afternoon. It was yeah. a really good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, because, like, there's nothing – I mean, I feel like as an adult, if you have a normal work day, like, you miss the the natural sort of dip that should be 3 p.m. Like, you should be eating some mm-hmm. bullshit and watching some bullshit at 3 p.m. 
No, you literally, like when I was going through treatment and I was basically relearning how to eat like a normal person, I was like legally required to have a snack at 10 a.m. and a snack at 3.30 to 4 p.m. Nice. Like I had to. Yeah. They get it. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, I mean that's impressive. That one thing, the one, one law I agree with. No. <laughs> <laughs> Snacks at 3.30 p.m. for everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's always the part of the day when you're just like, yeah, you should. Don't. And I think like, you know, luckily working like non-traditional hours, it's like I definitely mm-hmm. abide by that. <laughs> it's yeah. OK. So my fiance is Swedish and in Sweden, they have this tradition called fika, which is like sacred. And it's every single day. And because people in Scandinavia and obviously Europe in general are just better about like taking time for themselves yeah. every day at like 334, all the people in the office take a break. And they have like a cinnamon roll or some sort of bun and a coffee. Like everyone does that. And my fiance now works for a bank in Chicago. And when he introduced the concept of Fika, everyone in the office was like freaking out. They were like, this is the best thing ever. Like, and they all wanted to join him. And I was like, this is just like having a coffee break at 4 p.m. Like this shouldn't be be, like so revolutionary. But America's so different. Like it's like work, 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 work. Don't eat. Mm-hmm. No. And I think it can be easy to get into that tunnel even without someone else like telling you not to. Like even if you work by yourself, I think it's just so easy to be like, oh, I, I, I can't possibly force myself away. Yeah. My little yeah. hunchback hole for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think the idea of having like institutionalized time where like it's like just understood you get up and away from your computer, I think is so great. Yes. Yeah, like cultural. Yeah. Have you been to Sweden then, Emma? Yes, we lived there for five months last year. We actually so nice. So he we met we met on Hinge in December. We went on our first date in January, and then in March he was like, "I'm gonna go back to Sweden for a couple months. Do you want to come with me?" (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, why not?" (laughs) That is amazing. God, I've always wanted to go there. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. Um. What are his thoughts on Swedish fish? Oh, <laughs> they are not Swedish. Yeah. It's not I a assume Swedish not. thing. I assume that was some bullshit we did. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever bought the chocolate from Ikea called Maribo or Dime? It's like at the checkout mm-hmm. section in Ikea. I'm sure. Yeah, I know probably. what you're talking about. I haven't gotten it before. He is obsessed with that. Like he would order crates of that at a time if he could. And that is actually <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> oh, okay. gotcha. Aw, I love the idea of him like being homesick and being like, can we go to Ikea? Oh, we've done that multiple, multiple times. <laughs> Dude, the cafeteria at Ikea is like some of the best thing for your buck. It's yeah. so good. It really I've is. gone there just to write before. Like, I'll just sit there and get a coffee. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. okay, Emma, when is the best time of day to focus? Oh, Okay, I'm going to say 8.30 to 9.30, like right after I've had breakfast when I have my coffee and I'm sitting down at my computer, that's the best. And then I get like usually two good hours in. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's all just like out the window. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Before the, before the waters get contaminated. Yeah, everything else <laughs> starts coming internet. in after that. Yeah. <laughs> so do you yeah. have like a pretty strict schedule do you, to to write or does it change like in theory yes but 
because I have a dog and like right now my dog is shitting liquid, like straight liquid. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of like vet things going on and there's always just kind of something that's like coming and interrupting. But in theory, yes, I have, I have a writing schedule. Yeah. When life isn't lifing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. No, I I think that it's true. It's like, it's funny because like I used to be, I was such a, a late sleeper for so long. Um, because I, I also, I get that, I get that feeling at night too, at like midnight on. So yes. it sticks. I felt like I had to choose between one and the other, but now there's naps. <laughs> <laughs> I love naps. Me too. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, Brandy. Like I realized mm-hmm. I like early morning and late night and everything in between I can kind of do without. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hundred percent. You know, yeah. like there, what? What's like if you're getting good work done in the middle of the night and early in the morning? Like, what's to stop you from taking a siesta? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. No, absolutely. It's yeah, just, oh, that's where I'm at too, for sure. That's the best. <laughs> it's just like big sleep tries to tell you it all needs to be in one chunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on to your game. Big sleep. Who's that? Like Casper? Yeah. 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 Mr. Casper. <laughs> the not so friendly ghost. <laughs> Trying to keep us sleep deprived. Jerk. <laughs> Tempurpedic. They're all banding together. <laughs> Man, can I tell you, there was, so our, we had a Macy's up the street that just went out of business and like, uh, the day after, there were people in our neighborhood Facebook group being like, they're throwing out whole wrapped mattresses in the dumpster. And wow. Like, were they really? I, I, I restrained myself from going to look because <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, you don't, you don't need to dumpster dive a mattress right now. But I like. That's a lot of work. Like, you got to get know, it out. <laughs> but like. Those ra- mattresses so ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah, so it's expensive. expensive. <laughs> I was there was I was like, if if they're there, then somebody who needs them more than me saw this post and dumpster drove the mattresses. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, like I'm realizing with you telling this anecdote, like you can tell a lot about yourself by how you react to hearing there's mattresses in the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I like, immediately was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, and I was rats, kind of like whatever. I was like maybe <laughs> <laughs> I had to recently like uh, mattresses are a little obviously different but I had to recently because like I'm in my buy nothing group you know so yeah. it's like I had to really be like no because someone is posting it does not mean that you need it like because it's <laughs> they're giving it away and like I had to really change my mind on that because the work involved and the you know the labor yeah. involved with getting the thing and bringing it into my house when I probably don't need it That's has it. been like right mm-hmm. okay nope nope to stop it's but it's tough <laughs> yeah it's the labor involved it's like yeah so much yeah work. like like my brother's like really good at like spotting a deal or finding something that he could sell or like finding something that's underpriced. And he'll go like he'll call me and be like, uh, this guy from Pacoima is going to hand you an envelope. And then can you give him this electric bike? And I'll be like, whatever. Sure. <laughs> 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 but like I just like to me, like I just don't. It's so much. It's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the interactions with randos that exhaust yeah. me the most because I'm like, yeah. okay, now I've got a Facebook yeah. message this person and then like show up oh. and get it off their porch or something. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because it just feels like you're getting one over on daddy capitalism a little bit. You're just like, 
And if you've got the grift in your blood, it's just it's just in there. If you it's something I, mean? I yeah. need, yes. But for me, taking things I don't need doesn't feel good for me. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's but why I do I love it. Buy nothing's great. Yeah. <laughs> you could have flipped those. Yeah. I would be I mean, like, yeah, oh, let's sell them. Let's I, I, know. I really <laughs> believe you could have made a profit, Brandy. No, I I I know. But also, <laughs> but we're not saying it's worth it. We're just saying it, it could have happened. Look, I don't have a time machine, you. and I didn't tell you guys when it happened, so I can't be talked into it. And it'll just never happen again. But it's fine. I'm dealing with it. I'm also really? journaling, so this will be my book eventually. Okay. <laughs> Skipping the mattress. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Emma. Where would you go if you could have a plane ticket to anywhere right now? Oh. That's hard. Okay. Two things. Can I say two things? Yeah. Come to mind? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. My fiance and I want to go to Southeast Asia for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. always wanted to go there. We want to do like Vietnam or Cambodia and Bali and maybe Singapore. Um, and it's obviously so expensive to get there, like affordable mm-hmm. once you get there, but incredibly expensive to get to there. To get there, yeah. So a part of you would be like, oh, I would, that would be the ticket that I want. Then the practical part of me is like, okay, we're also going to Sweden for Christmas. And that is also very expensive. So if I could have a ticket to there, that would be great. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a long layover in Sweden, get married there. Yeah. And then, yeah. Fly. And then keep going. To oh, South there we East go. Asia. I don't think Sweden's on the way per se. But. <laughs> it's probably closer than we are now. It could I imagine. be. Maybe. It could be. Maybe I don't know. Is I don't know. have you have you spent Christmas in Sweden before? No. So when we lived there, we left December like thirteenth and flew back to the U.S. So this will be my first. So I got to experience like the Christmas markets and a lot of the like his parents' Christmas traditions. But I'll actually get to see. What it's really like. I feel yeah. like it's just like a fairy land, right? A fairy yeah, land, yeah. fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And um, it's it's very, in some ways, it's very similar to American Christmas. In some ways, it's completely different. This is, okay, this was one tradition that blew my mind. So this, this is the perfect example of Scandinavian culture versus American culture. So in, uh, in Sweden on Christmas morning, they wake up and they don't, their presents are there, but they're not allowed to open them. And they're not allowed to open them until after 3 p.m. when they've done all these, like there's like TV show, like a Donald Duck TV show they have to watch and a certain meal they have to eat and whatever. And I'm like, that would never fucking fly in America because the kids would be like, give me my presents now. (laughs) Yeah, we don't do delayed gratification here. No, 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 and and the Swedish children are like, I'm gonna like I'm good to wait. I'm just gonna sit here and watch my Donald Duck and wait for my oh presents. My <laughs> also, I love that there's a required Donald Duck show. <laughs> yeah. What's that about? When okay, when Pontus said this to me, he's his name is Pontus. He said it like it was the most normal thing ever. And he was like, Yeah, and then we have our half hour long Donald Duck special. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's the same cartoon every year. And it's played on like every channel and everyone watches it. <laughs> and oh yeah. I'm seeing seeing. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. It's a Chris is it a Christmas like yes, episode? Specific. Okay. Uh, I'm watching it this year. I'm, yeah, I'm that doing sounds it. lovely. <laughs> it's called I don't From All know. of Us to All yes. of You. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh and I my think gosh. It's, I think it's in English with Swedish subtitles or maybe it's dubbed. I don't know. But yeah, they all watch it. That is amazing. I wonder how that started and how it grew to such wild popularity. Oh, no. <laughs> this article is amazing because it said, um, I'm uh, shocked by how seriously my adoptive Swedish family took it. Nobody talked except to recite the favorite lines along with the characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Swedish. (laughs) (laughs) This is adorable. (laughs) They're just like really different from Americans. Like, yeah, they like another thing that he told me is that like in America, if you walk into the house, I feel like of someone with children who play sports, especially like a traditional like white, you know, like middle-class suburban family like you're gonna see like the baseball trophies and the Mm -hmm. you know whatever hanging on the wall in sweden if you have friends over you have to hide all of your trophies and accomplishments like you can't have them out (laughs) really because you're not allowed you're not allowed to brag about yourself yeah wow yeah oh man that i hide all my trophies very scandinavian now that i'm thinking about it Mm -hmm. wow then I would never put the trophies up because I'd rather have people over. Yeah, same. yeah. <laughs> and also, I wonder. You know what I hate are those um, hunting heads that places have. Oh, yeah, hunting God. trophies. So I wonder if maybe they don't have those in Sweden. <laughs> I don't know because people do hunt there. Like they hunt like reindeer. I think up mm-hmm. north, especially. Okay. Um, but they are just kind of like nicer people in general. <laughs> No, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. There we- is a guy on, on 90 Day Fiance who has like a Swedish girlfriend and really wants to move to Sweden because he's just like the work life balance is so much better mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And his mom is just like, no, you will stay with me forever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh let God. him go be happy, please. And oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's where I learn everything is 90 Day Fiance. Terry, it's just as uplifting as the Donald Duck cartoon. Let me tell you. Yeah, we also recite our favorite lines. In oh, my God. Who is against me will die. Sorry, that's a favorite line from. <laughs> um, okay, last question. This is a big one, Emma. I don't know if you, I don't know if you have the answer for this, but we'll see. Okay. Why do we still do daylight savings? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't the slightest fucking clue. I have no idea. <sighs> Me either. I, I'm I, such. I'm sorry. I'm such like a like a writer in terms of like I don't read the newspaper. I don't read about like science or politics or whatever. I just like get up and like put my head into my work. So if there's any like commonplace knowledge about or like a drama around daylight savings right now, I, I won't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> the only I drama mean, I'm aware yeah. of is I think that, that we have to do it soon. Yeah, it's coming up. Because <laughs> it's usually right around my birthday and then in October at some point. It's yeah. just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm convinced though, like I think we're totally fucked. I've, obviously, as people were fucked, but like, we can't, we're not going to be able to get rid of it ever. Like, if we haven't yeah. al- already. November well, like, 5th, everyone. November 5th. Okay. Do you know the answer to that question? Do you know, like, why it's still I mean, it was started or- for farmers. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't, I, 
I'm not a farmer, so I couldn't tell you if it's still helpful or not. I would imagine so much has been automated that it's not as necessary. Yeah, I mean, there's like yeah. four f- four farms in the U.S. that are actually making everything. Yeah, so. I, yeah, think, yeah. It, I think if I'm not, I think I'm getting something from the back of my head that I, comes either from like a Slate article or a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it has to do... <laughs> Of, of equal authenticity and, like, guaranteed <laughs> yes. background research. So it feels like I don't even need to discern which it is. Uh, and <laughs> uh, I think it also persists because people with young kids don't want their kids. Oh, yes. Going to, to school, school in, the dark. in the dark. But I'm like, then whatever. Make school later. Not my problem. Yeah. Headlamps. Throw them on. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the kids' fault. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I bet you anything one of our listeners has a really interesting answer Probably. to this. So please leave us a message. You know that one of our listeners <laughs> One of our smart ass yeah. listeners is yeah. By the way, I'm serious about making school later. I wanna say that. I feel like yeah. I feel like you go through your whole fucking childhood thinking it's normal <laughs> to wake up at ass. 30 in the fucking morning yeah. and then you become an adult and you're like oh that was totally unnecessary that's yeah. so true <laughs> it's just to make you get there before your parents have to go to work it's all built yes. around right. which is annoying where it's like let the parents go into work a little bit later yeah let's let's give everybody like an extra hour as a treat that's exactly amazing. give everyone an extra hour a cinnamon bun and a cup of coffee Yes. <laughs> this is it. Okay, this is yes. it. School at 9 a.m., work at 10 a.m. Thank you. Yeah. School's out by 3 p.m., work break at 3 p.m., slash mm. you leave. Done. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Done. 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 Yeah. Fixed it. Um, building a much better society here at Lady to Lady Incorporated, everybody. <laughs> uh, Thank you, everyone. Um, we're going to go take a break and sign some legal documents about this. <laughs> In a <laughs> We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Emma. Oh, wait, we say that again. We lost it a little bit. No, I can't you- <laughs> take myself seriously when I do that. I'm sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> Will you say it again? I think your mic like dropped a second. Yes, and I'm Emma. Oh, weird! What's happening? <laughs> Is it dropping out for it's her? Dropping or you out just a you guys? Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're making you do it. This is like personal torture. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do I do it again? Yeah, let's try one more time. <laughs> okay. And I'm Emma. No. <laughs> You know, it's gonna be on her phone track. Okay. Yeah, it's on the phone. That's so. so I'm like, are you pranking me? No, 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 no. no. It was like going like this. It was like we were just seeing you talk, but it wasn't hearing it. Yeah. My God. Personal. We just like to put people through the ringer here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we've had a lovely time. Now, would you like to play a game? Um, we're going to do some lady problems. Uh, if you want to leave us one, you can give us a phone call, 323-6-BUT-30, or email us, ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady, lady problems. Lady, 
problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. Um, I have a lady problem for you. Um, I did just leave a voicemail, but I'm redoing it because I think it was going to cut me off and I got nervous. <laughs> but uh, my lady problem is I have been friends with somebody for a very long time, and I'm starting to feel like that friendship doesn't suit me anymore. And I'm trying to find the best ways to, like, leave the relationship. What makes it really complicated is that I'm very close with her kids. Um, a small recap, her and I have been best friends for a very long time. Uh, we became really close our junior, senior years of high school. Um, she even went to the same college She and that I went to. I was going to say we went to the same college, but she decided to go to the college I was going to. Um, so we were roommates freshman year. And in that freshman year, I actually uh, connected her with a good friend of mine. They started dating, and now they're married. So I set her up with her now husband. They have three kids. The oldest is five, three, and one. Um, and I'm very close with their oldest kid that's five. Um, it's just really hard for me because I feel like our friendship, like, I feel like we don't have the same interests anymore. Um, you know, I feel like she's a very toxic energy for me to be around. And anytime we hang out, I feel nothing but drained after hanging out. And I just get so frustrated. Um, she's really hard on herself. She doesn't, she's not very kind to herself and that actually bleeds out onto the kids. Um, so she's, I don't like the way that she talks to the kids. I think she's pretty mean to them, especially the oldest one who's five and he's starting to like understand more now. Um, and it's really hard for me to be around that and to hear her talk to her kids the way that she does and to be so rude. And I know it stems from her own issues within herself. But I've gotten to the point that it's like I can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. And over the past couple of years, I've started to really feel like I need to kind of cut my losses. But what's difficult is I don't want to lose that relationship with her kids. Um, so any advice you guys give me to, like, ending a relationship or this evolution and the change of a friendship? I mean, we went about a year without talking because I was like, I need space, and she was like, me too. And in that year was when all of this really came to, to focus for me, that I was like, you know, we are just not good for each other anymore. Um, yeah, I think that kind of covers it. <laughs> What's really tough is the relationship with the kids, and I love them, and it would be hard to leave. Maybe doing something like where I can pick them up to hang out, to go to the park, and bring them back home, something like that. Um, anyway, thank you, ladies. I love you so much. I listen to you all the time. Um, okay. Ooh, it's tough. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I definitely agree. You're right. You need to end this friendship. Like, anyone that you describe as toxic or draining is just, like, as it's just there's no time in life for a relationship that makes yeah. you feel like that. Well, and it sounds like you have tried to talk to her about this because you said you've, like, tried to lead a horse. Because my first thought was, like, well, have you had, like, a real, like, intense, like, friend conversation about this shit? But it sounds like maybe that's happened. Um, you know. Yeah, this doesn't sound like from the way that she treats her kids. And obviously we don't know everything. But yeah, doesn't sound like somebody who you can just, like, it's going to change with a conversation. She sounds like she needs a lot more than that, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. On her own. That she needs to find. Yeah. So unfortunately, like originally I was going to say, well, okay, maybe you can just like really, really lessen how much time you see her and just like know that when you see her, you set like your own boundaries, whatever that looks like. And like you're really just there to see the kids and you kind of just put away whatever she's doing to the back of your head and concentrate Mm -hmm. on the kids. But yeah, it doesn't sound like you can really be around her. So that's all up. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that I think if you cut her off, you also cut off her kids. Like, I. Yeah, that's just kind of how it works. Like, you can't, you don't really get access to the kids if you're not hanging out with the parent. I feel like the only thing I can think of that may work is I don't think you can be like, hey, let me pick them up sometimes because that's just kind of, you know, she's not going to say yes. But if you said, like, look, if, you know, if you're ever going, if you need like a babysitter, so anytime let me know that that would be i think maybe a way around obviously you'd still have to see her sometimes but maybe then you could see the kids without her you know what this is reminding me of is like when you go through a breakup and you're close with their family yep mm, totally 100%. like how do you navigate that 100 yeah. percent. and it's <clears throat> i think sometimes like one of the hardest parts of the breakup is the family you lose yeah because you didn't yeah. like Things didn't go sour necessarily with that relationship. It was with mm-hmm. the romantic relationship. So that mm-hmm. sort of breakup that needs to happen doesn't have like the impetus of like what made you end this primary relationship. Mm-hmm. I think it's totally like that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's fucked up. But I think like I, I, and like I, that's so shit. Like it, it's even like I'm sure even harder on you that this person isn't nice to their kids like i would feel yeah really bad about that and i totally get where you're coming from there um but i do think that you sort of need to like let this whole family be like you can't you're not going to be able to have a relationship with these kids without this friendship and i don't think the friendship is a healthy part of your life yeah 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 i mean unfortunately if the kids were older you know you would have like a chance to maybe stay in communication with them a little bit by sending them you know, gifts or cards or something like that. But they're just so young that I don't think that's really going to work. Yeah. I'm wondering about that because she was really good friends with the husband. That was her other good. Mm. We didn't hear about if -hmm. you're still friends with him or, you know, if that's a a loss that you would, you know, be sad about or like, you know, I don't, I don't know what that situation is at all. Yeah, and but, I mean, like, yeah. if you are buddies with a husband, I don't know, like, it kind of feels like the soul-searching that you did in that year led you to this place where, like, you got the clarity of, like, this is not mm-hmm. a good person in your life. So I yeah. think any yeah. sort of intellectualizing around, well, maybe sometimes, and maybe mm-hmm. blah, 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 maybe if the husband's there, like, it's like, no, you know, your gut yeah. knows that, like, you shouldn't be around this person. So, like, there is a part of me that's like, yeah, maybe you could just hang out, and, like, mostly hang out with the husband, but it's like, yeah, I think no. Hmm. Yeah, and it's like I mean, that could all just get really confusing for the kids too. You know, I mean, because mm-hmm. then it's like, well, who, who's you know, where, why isn't she around more? You know, I mean, like you know, it could if if that relationship changes without it just being done, I think that starts to become would be more stressful on them maybe because like yeah. it's like oh sometimes that's a person I can talk to versus like I don't see them that much, I see them less. Like, yeah, I do think yeah. I I feel like what I would maybe try to do if this was me and and I don't even know if this will work because again you're I don't know if you can ever see this woman again without it being weird but especially for like the oldest kid you know since he maybe gets things a little bit more I would like try to hang out with her one last time and like 
give him a gift and just be like, you know, something special for him to be like, look, I want you to like every time you look at this, just like know that you're special and I love you. And, you know, just something special for him that because like, obviously, that's what you th- I think you think he's not getting maybe from his mom. And of course, you feel guilty because you want to lift him up if you're around him. Mm-hmm. So maybe trying to give him some kind of like keepsake thing that, you know, he can have that's just for him. That's so really you, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you're not going to be able to really do much else oh it's so sad so sad i'm really sorry i think like it's yeah just like it is sad it's shitty like sometimes Mm -hmm. things are just sad and i think this Mm -hmm. is just one of those things and like i think it is a grieving process and like you sort of might need to just grieve that relationship you know and Mm -hmm. and sounds like you guys already had a a clear conversation before that's kind of like the good news is like you've already sort of had this conversation where you're like, I need space. And she's like, me too. So this isn't going to be totally unfamiliar territory. I don't think to, to talk to this person and just be like, I just don't think it's a good idea for us to hang out. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, but you know, also maybe like it, her, losing you and like being a big part of her life like it's that's also a consequence to her actions and like anything that gets her more towards you know some sort of rock bottom to maybe facilitate change it's like to continue to try to like be in her life to some degree is like it's it's enabling you know that behavior because it isn't saying this is not right and that yeah that might not yeah. be the that might not be the thing that does it but it's like you know remove yourself but if you if you if it helps to feel like hopefully this is helpful to them too. You know, it could be. Right. Yeah. No, I do think that there are sometimes people who can be kind of toxic realize one day like, Oh, I can't keep friendships. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a thing I should maybe yeah. look at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, and I wonder too, if it's like, what, like, was she always like this? Is it something that like happened? Like is like, motherhood especially hard on her is like that's when you've mm. seen the change happen like you know like if if she was yeah, might get better like as this. the kids get older because yeah. obviously having a few young kids is very hard yeah i can't imagine having three kids like that, that oh age God. right now that would <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know Good luck i'm yeah. sorry I know. yeah he's tough yeah yeah um all right should we do one more sure. yeah, one more. hey ladies um I was just wondering what you guys do when you feel really ugly. Thanks. That makes me want to cry. I promise you, you are not ugly. No one is ugly. And I know that sounds like, that's not true. Donald Trump is ugly. (laughs) Harvey Weinstein is ugly. Yeah. (laughs) If you're ugly on the inside, it's like it comes out eventually for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But like, yeah. No, isn't it crazy? Like, I don't know if you guys do this, but I, I mean, I look at you, you know, and I look at just so many people I know and just randomly walking down the street, especially women. And I'll just be like, oh, like ever, they're so beautiful. And like, you know, mm-hmm. but it's so, it's just so hard to see in ourselves. And yeah. like, it's really tough when you're going through that day. I mean, I think the practical things are, you know, getting like putting on an outfit that you absolutely love and, mm-hmm. you know, going somewhere like and having just like a drink or something by yourself or whatever. I think, I think like sometimes I get really in like grubby mode and I'm like just writing and I'm in my house and I'm not going outside and I need to like actually Mm -hmm. just feel good and like put on some makeup and go somewhere. 
that can really help. Yeah. Or like identify like what yeah. are the times in your life that you, that you do feel beautiful, like outside and inside. And like, what are, like, what are the moments that you felt great about stuff? And like, what, you know, what about those moments like made you feel that way? Like, you know, it's like, I, I'll, I mean, I'll feel beautiful when I've like done volunteer stuff, you know, yeah. because it's just like, it also just gets you out of like your physicality a lot too, I think, mm. you know, and we're also trained to like focus so much on what's wrong, you know, and like, oh, I could fix this, fix this, fix this. But it's like, have you ever looked at yourself and been like, oh, these are my favorite parts of me, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. genuinely having like, I'm a big fan of like a list of shit like that. Like have that mm-hmm. like next to your mirror and be like, the next time you like look in your mirror and you're like, oh God, be like, no, these are the 10 things that I know without a doubt that I fucking love about myself. Mm-hmm. And it is just like training yourself. It's, it's shifting that perspective, I think. This yeah. is going to be really annoying advice because I was super annoyed when I got it. I got it when <laughs> I was going through recovery and mm-hmm. a lot of times, not for everyone going through recovery, but there's pretty much your body always changes, whether that's gaining weight, losing weight, like whatever yeah. it is. And a big part of like refeeding is the first part of eating disorder recovery. But then like the majority of the work is all mental and like getting accustomed to your new body and like living life in it. And I had so many conversations with my therapist, and my nutritionist, where I was like, I just feel so ugly. I feel so unattractive. Like I've gained so much weight. I don't like this. I don't like my arms. I don't like my thighs. I don't like my stomach. I don't like my chin, like listing all of these things. And the piece of advice that I got, which I hated at the time, but actually has like really served me in my life is like detaching it. When you look in the mirror and you think, I hate the way my chin looks, detaching that from like your sense of self. So like you can look in the mirror and say, I hate my chin everything sucks. I'm ugly. Life sucks. And then you just kind of like spiral into like, you know, self-loathing. Or Mm -hmm. I can look in the chin and say, I hate the way my chin looks. And then I think to myself, okay, I don't like the way my chin looks. That sucks, but I'm just going to keep going with my day. And eventually like it kind of just, you, you get to a point where you can exist with those thoughts, but still continue on with your day. And the longer you do that, the more you sort of build this muscle. And like, I really just eventually stopped thinking about it altogether. Like, I would be able to look in the mirror and say, like, like, even now as I'm looking at my thing, I'm like, oh, look, like, my chin is, like, doubling as I'm talking. In the past, that would have sent me into, like, a hate spiral. Now I'm just kind of like, that's a chin. That's what it does. I'm just Mm going to keep carrying on with this podcast and, like, carrying on with my life. Yeah. Yeah, not letting that thought spiral out. That's really Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's sort of like that mindfulness thing of, like, you're not denying that you're having those thoughts. Like, I I, I think there's something very counterproductive about trying to like squash quote-unquote negative thoughts because then that Mm -hmm. just creates this real cycle where it's like but I'm still here I'm still here so I think like yeah that thing of like I think that acknowledging it allows you to like not make it you like you are not your emotions and you are not your thoughts and like that is just a thought and it is just an emotion and like yeah it's like again it's like it sounds so trite but like Really, would you talk to someone else the way that you talk to yourself? No. No. You would never. Most people are really nice people, especially most women. And, like, you would Mm -hmm. not say, I hate her. I hate her stomach. I hate Mm -hmm. her thighs. Oh, I hate, Mm -hmm. like, you just wouldn't. Mm -mm. Yeah. And it's, I think also, like, something for me is, like, I mean, besides just getting new lipstick. 
(laughs) 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 But it really is like it's a story that you're telling yourself. And it's a story more so that other people are telling you about yourself. Because every ad we see, every gorgeous actress, every model, everything, the subconscious message is this should be you and it can Mm -hmm. be you. Mm-hmm. And both of those things are lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why aren't you trying harder to make this look like you? Right. right. Like if you just try a little bit hard, you're going to have that exact mm-hmm. body. You're going to have Misty Copeland's fucking body if you just take one more <laughs> bar class. It's like it ain't going to happen. <laughs> no. no yeah, that's, I, that's her full-time job. That's her full-time right. job. <laughs> yeah. I, took this, um, I yeah. took this class recently about like uh, – creative resistance just like kind of breaking out of you know the the mold of like why is it so hard for me to finish a project or sit down and get writing and all that stuff and the teacher said something really interesting where she was like you know we're all creative beings but like i want you to think about how creative you you are in every way like think of today and what you did that was creative and it wasn't anything about writing but you know i had made like i was like making a costume or something that day and I, it really helped me reframe because I wasn't feeling bad about not sitting down and working on a script because I was like, oh, I am really creative. I'm always creative. I'm literally always doing stuff. So I do think that you could apply this to something like this where it's like if you're not feeling beautiful, you can yeah. think of like, but there's so many beautiful things I've done today, whether it was be loving towards my yes. partner or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. I think you yes. can help reframe reframe that a little bit. That was another big thing that was part of recovery is like thinking about your values. So Mm -hmm. like when I would say to my therapist, like, I'm so ugly, I'm fat, I don't deserve to like live. I don't deserve to live if I look like this. Like that's kind of all what it boils down to, right? Right. Yeah. And my therapist would say, would you say that about someone else? Like when you think about people in your life who you admire, do you admire them because they're attractive or a certain weight or whatever? Or do you admire them because of like the things that they give to the world, the their creativity or the way they make you laugh or whatever. And like trying to reframe that and like think about yourself that way of like, okay, what are, what are my values? And if, if I'm judging myself based on looks, like, is that really in alignment with my values? That was like a, a really big part of, especially like the very end of eating disorder recovery. A hundred percent. And it's like, if you think about it, I think most people, <clears throat> the people that you're attracted to, most people mm-hmm. are not necessarily attracted to somebody if you're into guys that are like looks like a Ken doll. Like you're probably yeah. attracted to somebody because of a combination of like their sense of humor mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you think they're hot because of who they are, not mm-hmm. because they look like some fucking cutout. So like totally. yeah, I yeah. think applying that same principle to yourself. Totally. Yeah. No, absolutely absolutely. Oh, I just want to give that caller like the biggest hug ever and just I tell know. I know. And if it makes sense, if it makes you feel better, I was tagged in a caricature someone did of me while I was on stage that literally, I'm just going to say two words, Tom Petty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As women who perform all the time, we get tagged constantly in performance photos and you're really, I mean, this is something I've talked about in therapy so often because when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I feel good. Like, I feel good about myself. And then I see a photo of myself on stage. I'm like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, you have to come, you know, face to face with it so often. But like, 
but you do you just get over it because you're just like all right also that's not how i look this is just a weird photo <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. And, like, that's the other thing. Like, none of the – it is all bullshit. But also, let's be real. Like, some people don't know how to take a picture and some lighting sucks. Okay? <laughs> yeah. These things are 100% true. I always love it when, like, Instagram models are like, this is what I look like this way. This is what I look like this – it's just, like, right, angles the are important. Like, the reality yeah. of shit. Like, there's any number of – every. Everybody's beautiful, but also everybody's a little bit ugly sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah, if you're shooting from three feet underneath someone's chin, yeah. not a great angle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Did I pluck my chin that day? I don't know. Uh, what's going on? It's like when um, paparazzi get a photo of a celebrity looking like oh my God. normal when they go out yeah, to like, get yeah. a coffee or whatever. They're like, not put together. Like I'm like, they just look like a normal person to me. <laughs> oh, I know. They're just normal. That's At least what we they- all look like. Yeah, they got the expensive leggings at least. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I saw uh, Joshua Turek was tweeting about like I guess he lives near next near Ben Affleck or something and he mm. was he was videoing the paparazzi that's always trying to get Ben Affleck taking his kid to school. Oh and God. I was like, good for you. Like, Ben yeah. Affleck doesn't need... What are we doing? Yeah. He's taking yeah. his child to school. Leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> Frankly, and also I think a, a great example of somebody that can be beautiful, but also we've seen the Dunkin' Donut photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? We've seen him like upset at award shows, slumped over. Like, he's like, yeah, that's just a With regular With the cigarette. Like, yeah, like that's just, you know, it's, yeah, there's, there's smoke and beer and magic tricks for a reason to make people look the way they do a lot of the time. I love him. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> His highlights are really take a bad photo. He's so yeah. sexy. Like, what a butt chin. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, caller. We love you. We're sending yeah. you. Love you. And also, I I know that this is a moment, you know, these mm-hmm. these moments come and go. And yeah. Yeah. But and they come well, and go for everyone, so know that too. Like it's very yes. yeah. it for sure. Everyone. Also, like, what are you following on social media? Like, oh, yeah. the, the algorithm is very much designed to make you feel bad about yourself, to buy other shit, to, like, not feel, to feel less than. So, like, mm-hmm. if you look at what you're following, what are you being shown? Like, can you, yeah. un, if you follow, like, a lot of celebrities, maybe unfollow them for a while. Like, you know, follow people that more look like you. Like, I follow a lot of dogs. I follow, you know, like, my explore yes. page is mostly animals. Like, I follow, like, <laughs> artists and shit. I, like, barely see faces on my Instagram, and it's delightful, you know? Because <laughs> it's just, like, if you... And if, if like, figure out, like, where your triggers are, like, where that feeling comes from, like, mm. where you're triggered by it, and then be like, okay, well, how can I change this, you know, to not yeah. feel that way? That is, speaking yeah. of the algorithm, Sean was talking about some controversy. I don't even remember, because I quit Twitter, you know? He's like, did you see my... Yeah. And I was like, oh... I got it down. I'm just at Rescue Dogs and Taylor Swift. There is no <laughs> negativity on <in> my feed. <laughs> when I like when I started posting about going through recovery, I started this is fucking crazy to me. I started getting ads especially on Twitter for uh like fasting and of like course. weight Are weight you loss like burning weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like this is the most fucked up no this shit's evil it's It's, evil it's evil it's like really fucking evil the algorithm is like the worst invention in the world (laughs) in every way it's just really it's really really bad you don't know you don't know what i want robot yeah pretend like you do i'll find it yeah Yeah. unfortunately sometimes it does know what i want i know i know you want those sweatpants (laughs) i know (laughs) 
but you'd find him of whatever. You'd find some version of him eventually. Like, yeah. 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 I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I like a playlist made by a person. I don't like a playlist made by a fucking robot. You know, I want mm-hmm. intention from people. I want like, you know, right. cause then, cause then if somebody saw those sweatpants and they're like, oh shit, Emma would like these and they send it to you. That would mm-hmm. mean more than a robot. A hundred percent. You know, like, that is true. That I'm damn. I'm not sending people thing people enough things that I think I they might like. <laughs> yeah, we're all letting the algorithm do it for us, man. It's about community. <laughs> I actually about should, community. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did that yesterday. I got served an ad for like um, a tent that was shaped like a giant dinosaur head that had like dinosaur teeth, and I was obsessed with dinosaurs as a child. So it's awesome. like an inflatable like head, and then you walk into yeah. the mouth, and it's a tent. And I oh sent it to my fiance and I was like, potential Christmas gift. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I she love doing might, that. You Instagram might need to ads? send that to Brandy too. Yeah. 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 I would be interested in seeing that. Tent. Thank you I much. did that. I sent Sean an Instagram ad. I don't know if you guys have gotten this ad, but the perfume that smells like vacation. Oh yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> I got it for Christmas last year. So I will say that sending your guy that, it does result in them buying it sometimes. And it does smell like vacation. It does? <laughs> yeah. I wear it sometimes. What is what vacation? vacation smell like? It's um like sunscreen and sunscreen. Beach. It smells like oh. uh when a bathing suit gets wet. Oh which I, I don't and know like if a I like little that. bit like pool water. It smells like vacation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will say my boyfriend's really into <laughs> some catalog that his grandma was ordering from. Aw. So he's he just he just got the physical catalogs and we've been looking through them. So that's what his algorithm is right now. Does it's he like lot. circle? Does he like circle the things that he wants? He's not. He, his that's what his grandma was doing, and he's not there yet. But <laughs> I can see it happening. What is it like? Clothes. It's a, it's like it's kind of sky. It's like Sky Mall, basically. Oh, like, that's just a lot sad. of different stuff. Uh, he got a he yeah. got a black vest with a Christmas cat. on Perfect. <laughs> See, no robot's going to come up with that. You need a grandmother <laughs> curating that shit. Yes, it is very grandmother curated. It's yeah. lovely. It, yeah. The ugliest pajamas you've ever seen in your life. Does um, Skymall exist anymore? It doesn't, does no, it? RIP, no, RIP. I wish. Oh. They missed its moment. It's like, If they'd held on for a few more years, I think that like, I think if Zoomers had found Skymall, like think of like yeah. the TikToks using a Skymall on an airplane. That would be right now. Dude. <laughs> I know. I loved it. it Bring it back. My favorite Same. part about flying was like, just looking Same. through and imagining yeah. a future with a giant bronze <laughs> Sasquatch in my yard. Exactly. Or like, like a, sl- a slushy machine. Slushy uh. machine. The giant tent that went into the pool, the like fort. That yes. Went in the pool. Totally. <laughs> and like, I don't know if it was the same dude, like if there was a Mr. Skyball, but like the shit was curated. Like it wasn't oh, yeah. like, it wasn't just like some Spencer's gift shit, like some thought no. went into Skyball. <laughs> no, Skywall was amazing because it was like you could just let your brain run. You just like play blank check in your mind and be like, "Yes, hmm, if I got a million dollars, what would my house look like?" Because <laughs> it, you know, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it's not like you landed and the shit is there, right? Like they still just mail it to your house. <laughs> oh yeah, you still mail it to your house. Oh my god, that would be that amazing would be if you amazing. landed. <laughs> be so good <laughs> all right we're bringing it back we're bringing skymall back with this new gotta buy wow. it wow you tell the flight 
flight attendant. You're like, when I land, I want my suitcase, I want a popcorn machine, and I want the giant bronze Sasquatch waiting for me. You're like calling a lift with your Sasquatch. Yes. Oh, here. Originally, it was intended to get customers to order within 20 minutes of landing and have the goods waiting for them on arrival. So that was the original plan. What? Of Sky Mall. But that inventory would be insane if you had to have that at every airport. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, they had to. They yeah, they had a. They switched to home delivery, and then they had <laughs> warehouses near all the airports. Like, I see how the business failed. Um, yeah, I would like it back. <laughs> just the magazine. We don't even need the shit. Just no. give us the magazine. Yes, just no, do the yeah, magazine. Just make me think I could maybe buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just need like a Delia's magazine and a Sky Mall, and then I can just live yes. in that world, and then I don't need to look at the internet. <laughs> Please. Just picture it that way. It'd be beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> so pure. Um, Emma, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. I've loved this. Aw. Tell everyone where they can get your book and where they can find anything else that you got going on. Yes. Okay, so it's the day after release. So you can get Guys Girl anywhere books are sold. Um, you could get it Barnes & Noble, Target, your local bookstore, you know, Amazon, whatever. Um, and you can find me on, especially TikTok and Instagram at Emma No Yes Maybe. That's my username. <laughs> Post a lot of fun, like Vampire Diaries content. I'm obsessed with the Vampire Diaries, um, writing, recovery stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Three, two, three. Six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere. Hi, ladies. I just wanted to call. Uh, just listened to the episode of where Babs was saying that she sometimes will spill olive oil on her shirt and then she has to throw it away. Well, I wanted to give you guys a hot tip and let you know that if you put Dawn on your clothes, pretty much at any point, you can even probably wash dry and still do it. But I usually try to do it right after I spill on myself. <laughs> you put Dawn on it. And just, like, rub it in a little bit and let it just sit there for a bit. You can just throw it into the cold wash, and um, it should get your stain out, especially, like, an oily stain. Just as it works for ducks, it works for our messy shirts. Uh, Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Hi, ladies. Um, Huge fan. First-time caller. But I just wanted to respond to the lady problem with the wedding that was taking place within a week both with black dresses, both with spooky vibes. And I feel like this caller should just really lean in and just kind of go with it. And maybe it's a red dress. Maybe it's like a spooky secret garden vibe, whatever. But kind of talk it up and like, yeah, you got a black dress, great. You're doing pumpkins, whatever. But make yours a totally different feel. And I think it could be really successful. And... um And yeah, I mean, who cares if it's a week after another? All your friends are going to be super supportive anyway. Have a great day. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Fuck. 
follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.